Thank you so much, Luke, for that beautiful song, and thank you, choir, for that beautiful song a little bit earlier. Uh, I just want to say thank you to uh, White Oak Baptist Church, all of you that are here uh, this morning, for um, everything that you did for my family, everything that you did for me. Um, I really appreciate uh, the prayers, of course. I appreciate the kind words and um, every contact, every text, and every message that, uh, that you sent our way. Uh, it really meant so much to uh, my dad and our family. And uh, I want to say thank you for the uh, wonderful meal uh, that you provided uh, as well. It was such a, it was such a blessing. And, um, and I just love you. Uh, thank you for being um, our family. Uh, I really do. I mean that from the bottom uh, of my heart. Take your Bible, if you would, and turn to Psalm 95. Psalm 95. And I want to preach a message this morning entitled, In a Hurry to Be Thankful. In a Hurry to Be Thankful. It's hard to believe that Thanksgiving Day has come and Thanksgiving Day has passed us by. That's hard to believe. It's hard to believe that uh, in a month it's going to be Christmas Day. Uh, That is hard to believe. But you know, as I was thinking about Thanksgiving, I know it's past, but truly every day should be Thanksgiving Day for a believer. And we ought to be in a hurry to be thankful. Um, One of the funniest things that ever happened in my ministry happened in my first church. I was uh, preaching every Thursday um, at a retirement home, a nursing home. i uh, show you how far back that was. I would play the piano for them. I would lead them in singing. Um, and then I would lead them in a devotional time. And then, I know you can't imagine this, but I would lead them in a craft time. Mm -hmm. And then we would walk down this long, narrow hallway, and uh, we would have lunch together. And so this was every Thursday when I pastored my first church. Well, there were two ladies at this small retirement home that they did not like each other at all. And uh, there was great competition between those two for some reason. They did not like each other. And I don't mean this disrespectfully, but... They were old. Um, You say, Pastor, how old were they? Uh, I don't know who the oldest person is here this morning, but add about 10 years to that, or 15 years. They were old. You say, Pastor, how old were they? Both of them were so old, they remember when the Dead Sea was just sick. Amen? I mean, they, they were old. They were old. And um, we had, um, had our time of uh, praise and worship as I played on the piano and led them. We had had our devotional time and we had had our craft time. And uh, we were walking down this long, narrow hallway that had a, a sort of an opening on the left about halfway down. And these two ladies were both on walkers and they were both walking Um, and I was behind both of them. And so they were going very, very slowly. 
And as they were walking, uh, I mean, it was like this, and it was like this. And the one behind um, was getting impatient major. Uh, and so I watched her. She was getting impatient. And, and she would glance back, and she would look at me and just do this right here. And finally, I'm telling you, this was the funniest thing back then. Finally, when we hit that clearing, she pulled out like this. And she did this number right here, and she got alongside of this other dear lady, and I'm telling you, she looked to the right, and she said this, Watch it, Granny, I'm in a hurry, as she passed her on the left. I laughed so hard, and I've been laughing for 30 years about that. Watch it, Granny, I'm in a hurry. Well, we need to be in a hurry for Thanksgiving, amen, to give thanks, to be thankful. We have so much to be thankful for. Notice what the Bible says in Psalm 95, beginning in verse 1, as we stand together in honor and reverence to the reading of God's holy word. Psalm 95, beginning in verse 1. O come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before His presence with thanksgiving. Look at verse 2 again. Let us come before His presence with thanksgiving. Let us shout joyfully to Him with psalms. For the Lord is the great God. Can you say amen? amen? He's the great God. And the great King above all gods. In His hand are the deep places of the earth. The heights of the hills are His also. The sea is His, for He made it. And His hands formed the dry land. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For He is our God, and we are the people of His pasture, and the sheep of His hand. Today, if you will hear His voice. Let's stop right there and pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I bow before you. And Father, I thank you so much that we could be right here, right now. I thank you, God, for your word. Lord, I thank you for these words of the psalmist. And I pray, Father, that you would help us this morning as a church here at White Oak uh, to get these words down deep in our heart and to live these words out. Father, I do thank you that because of the cross and because of the empty tomb, and Lord, because of salvation, the opportunity of salvation, uh, that we have so much to be thankful for. Help us as individuals, help us as a church to be in a hurry to be thankful. God, I pray for clarity of thought this morning. I really need it, Lord. I pray that you would speak through me and to me, for it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And you may be seated. <clears throat> there are two things that I would like for you to notice in this passage of Scripture uh, this morning. 
First of all, I want us to notice together the invitation to worship. The invitation to worship. The psalmist, who we find out in the book of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 4, is David, King David. Uh, It's not mentioned here in Psalm 95, but when it's quoted, when the writer of Hebrews quotes this, uh, they say that David is the author. And so when David uh, shares this song, it truly is an invitation to worship. As I read our text, over and over and over, we saw those two words, let us. If you'll glance down at your Bible, you'll see that over and over and over in verse 1 and in verse 2 and in verse 6. Let us, let us, let us. Six times David says, let us. Which means, let you and you and you and me. Let us Sing, notice verse 1, let us sing to the Lord. Let us sing to the Lord. Now, I want you to notice what it does not say. Not let us listen to others sing. It doesn't say that. It does not say let us listen to the choir always sing or the praise team always sing. Because you see, worship is not a concert. Amen? Worship is not a concert. It's something that we participate in. And then, it also does not say this, let us make excuses why we do not sing. Alright? It doesn't say that. Over and over and over, it says, let us sing. We are called, even we who are challenged, uh, with our voice, we are called to sing to the Lord. You say, well, it mentions it there. Is it mentioned anywhere else? Well, I'm glad you asked. Psalm 96 and verse 1, listen to what it says. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. And then Psalm 104. And verse 33, uh, you see it on the screen, listen to these words. I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praise to my God while I have my being. And then Psalm 147 and verse 7, listen to this. Sing to the Lord with thanksgiving, sing praises on the harp, to our God. And then the Bible says over in Colossians chapter 3 and verse 16, I love this verse, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts, To the Lord. We are to sing. Amen? We are truly to lift our voices and we are to sing to the Lord. I want to remind you in Acts chapter 16 that Paul and Silas 
have been arrested for their faith in Christ. You remember that story. They had been arrested and they had been beaten and they had been placed in jail. I want you just to let that sink into your heart before we read this verse that some of you have already started reading on the screen there. Listen, been beaten, made fun of, and, and, and placed in prison. I don't know what about you, but I know what I'd probably be doing. But look at what the Bible says in Acts 16 and verse 25. But at midnight... Paul and Silas were praying, and listen to this, and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Isn't that amazing? I mean, really, that is amazing when you think about what just took place in their lives, and it actually happened because it's in the Word of God. They were singing hymns, and all the people were listening. A.W. Tozer said this, Any man or woman on earth who is bored and turned off by worship is not ready for heaven. I want to read that again. A.W. Tozer said this, Any man or woman on earth who is bored and turned off by worship is not ready for heaven. It's a good word. And you look at me and you say, Brother T, I, Pastor, I tell you what, I preach it, brother. I love to sing. I love to sing. Preach it, preacher, preach it. Well, just hold on. Look at what it says next. Let us, hey, Baptist, listen to this. Hey, let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. I looked up that word shout, and it means in an ear-splitting way. Uh, Eugene Peterson, the late Eugene Peterson, put it like this in the message. He said, we need to raise the roof in a victorious, warlike shout. I would say it like this. Listen, I'm not talking about that we need to swing from the lights. I'm not talking about we need to jump pews or run the bases, but, but what I am saying is this. Hey, listen, we ought to be enthusiastic. We serve a great God. He's an incredible God. I don't know about you, but um, we were with family. We were at Beck and Christie's house at Thanksgiving, and, and uh, they laid out a feast and and our family, we all gathered there. And when we gather as a family, surely it's like this. When you gather as a family, we don't just sit there and look at each other. It's never quiet at their house when we're all there. It's never quiet. Um, because we're gathered together and we're talking and we're laughing. This year we decided to... Uh, pick names for Christmas. And so Carrie got a basket and put names in it, and she handed the names out. And I looked at the name that I drew, and, and, uh, and I just sort of put it in my pocket. Everybody began to look at the names that they drew, 
And in the other room, there, were, there was a pill of laughter. As they began to compare notes, they realized that Carrie put her name on every piece of paper. Every piece of paper. And so they were in there laughing, and I thought, what in the world are they laughing at? And then I was in the, the crowd that wasn't as smart, I guess, and, and we finally got it, and then we started laughing. And, uh, and then for some reason, we let her do it again, but she got right with God and did it right the second time. And, and, but, but we sat there, and we watched football, and we ate, and, and we laughed, and hey, listen. That's after going through some difficult circumstances. Here we are. We're gathered as a church family. Amen? That's family. We are gathered as a church family. And we too have gone through, many of you, difficult circumstances. But we come today as a family with a heart of thanksgiving. And when we sing... We don't just mumble the words. We sing joyfully to the Lord. And we shout, why? To the rock of our salvation. You see, the key is this. I I looked at this this morning. I want you to notice in your Bible, Psalm 95, where the focus is. I want to read this, and and I want to show you the focus, uh, where the psalmist, his focus was, and where our focus should be. The Bible says in Psalm 95, Oh, come let us sing, listen to this, to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. The B part of verse 2, Let us shout joyfully to Him. Verse 3, For the Lord is the great God and the great King above all gods. Listen, verse 4. In His hand are the deep places of the earth. The heights of the hills are, look, His. The sea is His, for He made it, and His hand formed the dry land. In the B part of verse 6, let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker, for He is our God, and the sheep of His hand we are. Today, if you will hear His voice. You say, Pastor, what are you saying? I'm saying the focus when we gather is not on me. The focus when we gather is not on you. When we gather, the focus is on King Jesus. It's on King Jesus. So we ought to be thankful. We ought to sing and shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. The psalmist said in Psalm 122, verse 1, Listen, I was glad when they said to me, Let us go into the house of the Lord. Not I was sad. Not I was mad. I was glad when they said to me, Let us go to the house of the Lord. I want to remind you, the Bible says in 1 Thessalonians, that one of these days the Lord Himself will descend from heaven. What? With a shout. And the dead in Christ will rise first. And then when we get to heaven, I've studied it, you've read it, and you've studied it. Heaven is full of singing, heaven is full of worship, heaven is full of shouting, it's full of of enthusiasm 
looking at the Lord Jesus Christ and what He did for us. And then as we look at our our text, it says in verse 2, Let us come before His presence with thanksgiving, expressing our thanks to Him. You've heard it so often this Thanksgiving season, but but we ought to truly have an attitude of gratitude. Um, This uh, month, um, I've spent a lot of time with my mom and dad. I've tried to always spend a lot of time with them, but I spent a lot more time, I guess, this past month. And one of the times that I took mom home from a doctor, this was before she had lost her uh, ability to communicate. Um, I took her home, and uh, she was in the passenger seat. I was here, and I'm telling you what, it was raining so hard. I mean, it was one of those rains this past month where it was just a frog choker. I mean, it was raining, and I'd taken time getting her in. I knew I was going to get her out of the automobile. And I, I looked at Mom, and I said, Mom, my soul. This is a rainy, old, nasty, old, miserable, and I was trying to put some more things to it. It was just a nasty day. And my mom looked at me and she said, yes, but this is the day God gave us. I felt about that big. I really did. I was driving down the road. Uh, Here I am. Uh, as far as I know, decently healthy, and my mom, MS, and, and cancer, and, and I'm, I'm complaining about a miserable, old rainy, old nasty, old miserable day. And she was, Mom, boy, yeah, but this is the day God gave it to us. Yes, ma'am, that's exactly right. In other words, what she was saying is, be thankful, big boy. Be thankful. You know, sometimes I think it's, we, we get so busy. Is your life as busy as my life? We get so busy and even, listen, even in our church services, sometimes we can get busy. You know, there are some faiths and their symbol is this right here. I believe the Baptist symbol is this right here. Sometimes I think that's the Baptist symbol. Because we just, we get in such a hurry. We get in such a hurry. But here, what what David does, what, what the psalmist does is this. He says, let us over and over. He's speaking of corporate worship. He's speaking of when we gather together, let us sing joyfully. Let us shout to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before His presence with thanksgiving. We see the invitation to worship. Secondly, I want you to notice this, the intensity of worship. The intensity of worship this Thanksgiving season. uh, When we come into the house of God, truly we are not to be apathetic or bored or callous or indifferent. Why? Because the Bible says this, after He tells us, how to worship, and what to do. Look at verse 3. Church, listen. For the Lord is the great God and the great King above all gods. Why should we worship Him? Verse 4, 
In His hand are the deep places of the earth. The heights of the hills are His also. The sea is His, for He made it, and His hands formed the dry land. Here in this passage, it tells us that He is Lord, that He is God, that He is King. He is our covenant God. He is our Creator God. He is our Commander. And then over in chapter 96 and verse 4 and 5, the Bible says this, For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods, for all the gods of the peoples are idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Church, I've just been overwhelmed of how great our God is this week. Just looking at this passage, just how great our God is. He is a powerful God. Aren't you glad this morning that we are gathered together to worship the most powerful being in this universe? Francis Chan said this, Isn't it a comfort to worship a God we cannot exaggerate? Isn't it a comfort to worship a God that we cannot exaggerate? He is a powerful God. He's a personal God. When you go through tough times, He's there with you. He's there with you. The Bible says in verse 7 of our text, And He is our God. And we are the people of His pasture. And the sheep of His hand. John Piper put it like this, Worship is an inward feeling and outward action that reflects the worth of God. Worship is an inward feeling, something that goes on on the inside, but also an outward expression that reflects the worth of God in your life and And in my life. He's a personal God and we have to continually cultivate that relationship. You say, Pastor, when should we begin this as a church? And when should we begin this as individuals? I think we already have and do. But I see an urgency here in the latter part of verse 7. He says, today if you will hear His voice. Today. Do it now. Drop everything. There's no time to lose. When we gather tonight, listen, when we gather tonight and we have a hanging of the green, how many of you remember that this was my first service in 09? How many of you remember that? How many of you remember I got lost coming to the church that night? Do you remember that? I got lost. I'm from Chattanooga and got lost coming to my first service. I'm never late, but I was that night. When we gather tonight, we, we need to, to sing joyfully to the Lord. Hey, in just a moment, when Luke is leading us in our invitation, I don't even remember what the song is, but we are to sing joyfully to the Lord. When should we start? Right now. To today, don't lose any time. You see, the Bible says in Psalm 79 and verse 13, So we, your people and sheep of your pasture, We'll give you thanks forever. We will show forth your praise 
to all generations. Why do we gather to praise the Lord? I'm going to tell you why. One of the reasons is because we were lost without Christ. We were headed, and we believe it here at White Oak, we believe in God's Word, we were headed to a place called hell. But Jesus, King Jesus, stepped into our lives. And many in this room responded to that call. And I'm telling you what, I guess... I'm t- I, get so, I get excited. As you can tell, I get so excited I couldn't hardly get it out. I get excited when I think about the fact that I, listen, I'm not going to hell, but I'm, I'm going to heaven. And I'm going to expend an eternity with the Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, that's something to, to be excited about. That's why when we gather, we don't gather like it's a funeral home because it's not. We gather like it's the church of the living God because it is. Many of you were here in the early days of my pastorate and we used to do something called uh, King's Kids in the, in the mystery box. And every, every Sunday, a different kid, one of our children would take home a box and then they would bring back something, and, and I had to open it and just off the cuff do a, an object lesson on that. Usually it was pretty easy until some of the parents got involved. <laughs> and they'd put things in there, I didn't even know what they were. And, and I'd pull it out and I'd be so confused and the parents would just sit back there and they'd just smile. That's why we don't do it anymore. But anyway... My pastor in Sparta did it, and one of the parents got involved, and I know the one that did. And I opened the mystery box, and I pulled out a big roll of toilet paper. I'll never forget that. And I looked at that, and that quick, God gave me something, and I started to do a lesson on when the roll is cold up yonder, I'll be there. Amen. <laughs> When the roll is cold up yonder, I'll be there. And this morning, I'm telling you what, we ought to be thankful. We ought to be in a hurry to be thankful. Because if you're a believer, when the roll is cold up yonder, you'll be there. Our heads are bowed and our eyes are closed. Our heads are bowed and our eyes are closed. We're going to have a time this morning of decision. And as we sing, in just a moment, we ought to sing joyfully. Thinking about our great God and our great King, the Maker of everything. If you're here today and you've never been saved, you've never given your heart to Christ, I want to encourage you to just walk down this aisle and place your hand in mine as our heads are bowed and our eyes are closed just place your hand in mine and just say pastor I want to make the decision I want to make the decision to ask Jesus to be my Savior you're here today and you know you you are saved 
But as Johnny Hunt often said, you're walking at a guilty distance from the Lord. You've allowed some things to crawl between you and the Master. Why don't you come and get on bended knee? Spend some time with Jesus. The doors of this church are open if you'd like to come and begin the process of placing your life here. As an individual, as a couple, as a family, we'd love to have you. Very quietly, very reverently, would you stand? Heads are bowed and eyes are closed. Just stand and I'm going to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, I call out to you and I pray that you'd be with this time of invitation, this time of decision. Father, I pray right now, God, that you would help us as a, as a church, Lord, to be faithful in, in so many areas, God, of our spiritual disciplines. Father, help us to be faithful in our attendance and help us to be faithful in our giving and help us, God, to be faithful in our thanksgiving and in our praise. Father, help me to be faithful. God, I just pray you would continue to move. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's sing together joyfully. And as we sing, would you come?